This is the Regal GQ Podcast. Regal's GQ Podcast. GQ, God's questions, godly questions, questions that need to be answered through scripture. GQ Podcast. Brother R is here once again. Hello, my friends. I am glad that you've invited me back into your car, onto your phone, into your home, wherever it might be. Thank you for welcoming me back there again this is the gq podcast sponsored by the regal room and restoration christian fellowship 117 griffin avenue and riverhead we invite you out um to join us in our christian ministry every sunday at 10 a.m and 12 noon as well as every wednesday evening at 7 15 p.m for prayer and bible fellowship again we're sponsored by the regal room in eastern long island new york let's pray if you don't mind join me in prayer father god thank you again for this opportunity to unite with my friends in your name and allow the love that never can be replicated allow the love that you have provided us and you've placed in us to be a reflection of you to be represented in our coming in and our going out may everywhere we go May everywhere we walk into and every person we meet, may we reflect you. And the only way that could be done is by demonstrating the love that you have given to the entire world. Thank you again for this opportunity to share today. And we worship you always in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Email us questions. That's what we do here. We try to answer a question on every podcast. The email is gqtalk at gmail.com. Join us on Facebook at Officially Regal as well as YouTube. And um, I think you can subscribe and like and do all those uh, fun things. So, you know, uh, the more you like, the more you subscribe, you'll get a direct connect with us as well as uh, you'll be able to spread the word at some of the exciting things we're doing down here at Regal and at the Regal Room. Now, today's question comes from Brian. Today's question comes from Brian. He sent an email to GQ Talk. That's the letter G, the letter Q, T-A-L-K at gmail.com. And here is Brian's question. Why does it seem that I am not getting anywhere in life? Why does it seem as if I am not getting anywhere in life? Thanks for your question, Brian. Um... That's a very uh, broad question. It's not really direct. I'm going to try my best to give you some information. I also sense a little bit of frustration in the question. So, you know, you might just be reaching out. So let me do the best that I can because there are times in my life that I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. Um, Even recently, there are times that I'm frustrated. I feel stagnated. Um, there's a lack of growth. I see people around me making moves and, and, and uh, succeeding, experiencing accomplishments. And I feel very subtle and like I'm just thrown off on the side of the road and everything is passing me by. So let me um, share with you a few things that hopefully will answer your question. Um, so let me start today, brother, with Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the plans. I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, if you can acknowledge God's word, if you can take that in, write it on your heart, 
gain a level of comprehension and accept what God is saying, you instantly know that defeat is not an option because God has a plan for your life. And he actually tells you that his plan includes prospering you, never to harm you. So it's always going to be productive. It's never, ever, ever going to be uh, a place where you're defeated. You may trip. You may fall. You will have challenges, but God will be with you. Why? Because his plans for you are to provide you hope and a future. Hope and a future. So let's begin here. One of the biggest issues we have in this thing called life, one of the biggest problems we have living the lives that we are blessed to have today are you ready? It is difficult to decipher the difference between our plan and God's plan. You, did you hear me, brother? Our plan and God's plan. Now, our plan is what we want. And not all, but most of the time, our plan is not in sync with God's plan. And this is quite possibly why we don't see ourselves or we don't believe we're moving forward in life. Because what we want is not part of what God wants for us. When you're aligned with God, here's what's crazy. When you've given your life to Christ and you've said to yourself, I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to be a disciple for Christ and he's going to be the leader of my life. Here's what happens. God's will. Somehow through the miraculous works of God. Becomes your will. I say that again. God's will. Automatically becomes. Your will. So the things that you might have one time wanted or desired or, or wanted to achieve, somehow, if they're not aligned with God, they disappear. And these new things start to appear. And you say to yourself, that's what I want. That's what I want to chase after. That's what I want to work hard for. That's what I want to achieve. That's what happens when you're aligned with God. But you can never see that. If you don't obey and follow his word, and instead you aim to achieve the very things that you want. Remember Jonah? Remember Jonah, um, the story with him and the fish? I mean, most people know that story. We learned that probably in Sunday school. Let me read the first three verses to you. Okay, so you can see exactly how he ended up in the belly of the whale, as they call it. Let's read Jonah uh, chapter one, verse one through three. It says, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. It says, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. Here is what God is telling Jonah. Go. He's giving Jonah a direction. He's giving him a command. He say, go to the great city of Nineveh. This is what God directed Jonah to do. Here's where we pick up Jonah's response. 
But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Take note of that last part. Jonah ran away from the Lord and ultimately his initiative for himself was to flee from the Lord. Why? Because God was commanding him to do something he did not want to do. Ultimately, you know the story. He got on the boat. Uh, the, the waves started rocking. There was a storm. He uh, ended up being thrown overboard. The fish swallowed him up. He ended up repenting and, and, and praying to God from inside the fish. And the fish vomited him up back on the shore at the same spot where he denied and walked away from God. So here's what I want to ask you, my friend, looking at Jonah's life and his testimony that we find in scripture. I would recommend you look back. I would recommend that you take a few moments and say to yourself, if I'm not satisfied with where I am right now. Where did I go off track? Where did I separate myself from God's will to follow and honor my will. You saw what happened to Jonah. It was almost the same exact situation. God gave him a, a command. Now this command might not have benefited Jonah from from his vision, from his 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 range of sight. He might not have been able to see exactly the benefit of this. And that's what happens to all of us. God commands us to do something and we say to ourselves, "Well, I can't see the point of doing this." So instead of doing it God's way, I'm going to do it my way. Instead of going the direction God is telling me to go, I'm going to go my own direction. And normally what happens then is we don't end up where we think we should be. We end up right at the same spot when we told God no and we told ourselves yes. That's what happened to Jonah. And I'm wondering, my friend, is this what happened to you? Look back at those moments when things seem to be off and see and be honest take an inventory of your life be honest and see if you you end up back at that place and you look around and you say this looks familiar is this the place where you told god no and have you been stagnated in life ever since have you not been able to 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 grow and to prosper because you told god no at a time when he needed you to say yes if you land there and you find yourself there repeat what what jonah did he repented he repented he didn't just say god i'm sorry he went into the direction where god called him to go God could be calling you, my friend, to go into a specific direction. My advice to you is to follow it. Seek, seek God. Seek him in his word. Seek him in prayer. You might even want to fast for a minute. Just take a moment and dedicate yourself to God. And just cry out to him and say, Lord, not my will. But yours be done. 
Let me leave you with some words of advice from Isaiah 55 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You, you might be thinking you, you're not getting anywhere in life. And, and, and I get that by your statement because you keep trying to do it your way. I close with this with you, brother. Try it God's way. Try it God's way. Obedience is a factor here, my friend. Just like Jonah, obedience is a factor. If you obey God over all other influences, including the, the little voice in your head, he will lead you to where you should be in life. He will take you there. First class trip. You know why it's first class? Because he'll be right there by your side. Remember, when Jonah ran, what was he trying to do? He was trying to flee the Lord. Many of us, when we're on the run, aiming to do our own thing, in complete disobedience, we might not recognize it, but we're running away from God. Repent and obey him, my friend. Once you see that and once you do that, he'll... Take you right back to where you need to be and he'll restart the journey. That's the grace that we're afforded by believing in him. And once you get there and, and you get to see exactly what his aim was, you, you'll know. And you'll be content. Here's my last words. Trust God, my friend. And the way we reflect our trust, the way our trust becomes evident is through obedience. Try it once. Just try it once. Or for the sake of scripture, I'll say this. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Send in your questions like Brian to gqtalk at gmail.com. That's gqtalk at gmail.com. GQ stands for God's questions. I appreciate you guys sending in questions and allowing us to take this time to have this conversation with you again i'd like to invite you all to the regal room uh it's a little room that we have where we just get together every week and we worship god we pray together we sing together we share a good bible word and i pray every time we get together that we leave much better than in which we came in. and i believe and i hope that the same thing is reflected in our conversation here today that those of you who have uh, downloaded or clicked or whatever uh, you have to do to engage with us, I believe and I hope that you have heard something today that is inspiring you and you'll leave. You'll leave this conversation a much better individual than who you were before. In closing, I always share this. Jesus loves you so you can extend that same love to your neighbor. Are you loving your neighbor? Are you loving your neighbor as Christ commanded as yourself? If you're not, take the time today and just share his love. Share the love that was extended to you with another person. I guarantee, I guarantee, though you might not see it, it will leave a mark on society that can never be repealed. This is Brother Art. GQ podcast from the Regal Room saying God bless you and until I get the next question 
I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Restoring Eternal God for Lives. Please visit our website at reg4l.org and stay connected with us on all social media platforms at officially reg4l.org.